Well, hey, Woji. What up, dude? How's it going? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, Cole. How, uh, can I ask you what, what is Woji? Where'd you get that name? Uh, my first name is Wojtek. And the Polish way of spelling is W-O-J-C-I-E-C-H. And so, like, my friends back in school used to call me Woji, which is short and, you know, I, I had a bunch of fucking nicknames. People used to call me Choder. <laughs> just like stupid <laughs> shit, you know, like. You probably weren't a big fan of that one, huh? <laughs> I mean, like, out of all of them, it, it was the best one. That Woji was the best one, so I roll with it. <laughs> and it's, it's nice because absolutely nobody on earth has this name. And it's terms of branding and, like, being original, it really fucking benefits yeah. me. Hell yeah, dude. I like how it looks. I like uh, your your branding and everything. You got a really good thing going on. And that's one of the things I'll say right off the bat that I love about your content. You've got uh, a great aesthetic, if, if I can just put it like blandly, like or, or kind of generically. I like how your content looks, you know, so you. wanted to say that. But hey, people may not know what I'm talking about. Tell us, what do you do? What, what do you do? What kind of content do you produce? Uh, so I started out making review content. And I would say that at this point, I'm just kind of branching out to general weed content. I mean, I'm doing a groceries along with uh, reviews of products, not only strains, but also, you know, products and whatever. And like a new video I'm going to be doing is like how to make weed coasters. Hell yeah. That you thing's know, awesome. Coaster. Yeah. Hell Here, yeah. let me take a picture of this. I'll put it on our Instagram for folks that want to see it. For sure. Hell yeah. Thanks, bro. No problem. That's sweet. See through. Oh, God shit. damn, that is cool as hell. That this is cool as hell. In it. I don't know if you can tell, but yeah, we're gonna legit. go over. It. Yeah, we'll just figure out how to make some fun shit on there. Everything's gonna be weed centric, but um, I don't know. At some point, I just got bored of doing reviews, and also it's really costly, man. Like, if you're only doing medical reviews, you're gonna be in the hole if you're buying like ace yeah. for 60 bucks constantly you know what i mean like as a stoner you gotta you gotta get some like gotta support your local friends and get some good deals every once in a while absolutely <laughs> absolutely so that's that's really cool it's cool to see you like branch out and try try out new content what made you want to even start like heavy what, yeah what made you want to start making content I mean, the moment I got my medical card, I was like, well, I'm in a position that most other people don't. So go, let's go back like four years. When sure. I got my medical card for um, uh, some medical reason. I'd rather not dispose on air. Sure. Sure. Um, but, you know, it was it was like one of the 12 on the list and shit. Because mm-hmm. um, back then it was actually kind of rough, hard to get onto it. Yeah. And so once I got it, <clears throat> got my card, I figured I was in a in a position that most people aren't. And even the even like, you know, rec wasn't even on the table. Nobody was talking about it. So it was cool to get to um be a handful of people who had the ability to actually review it online. And so I got that idea. And then when I started my channel, it was like me alongside of a few smaller other individuals all started in the same realm and likewise we all helped each other out like cooked on the couch really helped me out you put yeah. out my name a lot out there to people um, that's how we that's how i became aware of you yeah he's by he's the way 
Uh, shout out to him. Quirky Cannon Views has always been really nice to me. Um, Black Greens from Instagram. He's got some awesome weed strains. He's throwing me out some seeds. Uh, Scuba Steve from Instagram, the green artist, Scuba Steve. He's a killer. Just a really nice guy. He's actually growing some of my personal um, pineapple. I crossed... Uh, I crossed the Canadian pineapple challenge with a UK sweet cheese and I'm on, I'm on like the first version, you know, the first set. So I have thrown out some seeds out there and I'm trying to get people to really pick out the best lineages of that particular plant and try and, you know, like, yeah, so hopefully that's cool. Steve is a supporter. Hopefully his buds will come in nice and tight this year. We'll yeah. see. Uh-huh. And yeah, I mean, I just, I so saw, I started off doing that and it was four years ago and I probably took about a year of filming and, and, and that's why a lot of my early stuff is really crappy, but I didn't really know too much about video editing going into it. So everything I learned, I could teach everybody else. I actually do want to show videos on how to edit videos in the future. Hell yeah. Like, I'll be turning in. Yeah. You know? showcase how you can get into it and how you can make an easy video and how to kind of record cameras and stuff because it's important you get better and i'm not good like mr connects girls you know or you know the, the canadian dude mr connects yeah so much better dude he's so much better at everything video wise and making content that's like that has a storyline throughout and if you watch it, it's like, I think that guy definitely is a professional videographer by profession, or I don't know how he got good at it, but yeah, um, I really aspire to have my videos almost to his point at, at some point. Sure. That would be cool. Um, no. But yeah, all the, all the graphic design, all the branding was all made by me. Um, all the cutaways and like the, the special effects were all just plugins that I got on I'm using uh, Premiere Pro now to edit all my videos and After Effects for all the special effects and motion mm-hmm. graphics, uh, and it's pretty good. I like I like Premiere Pro Excellent for uh, color mastering. It's really really good from getting scene to scene to look pretty even. You know, even if you might be in different areas or yeah, different, yeah, different altogether scenes. <clears throat> But yeah, just just got into it. Just thought it would be a cool idea. I figured I wasn't gonna make any money on this for like ten years, maybe fifteen years. Like I'm just maybe by the time legalization federally happens, then these companies will push forward cannabis content because it almost seems like when I make like a product review video that doesn't, you know, that's like like a Luca Seahorse Pro, it doesn't have me like smoking or, or showing pot with plants growing and shit, then it'll, it'll get pushed to like a decent amount of viewers. And it'll be like 3,000 views within like a month. And yeah. then I'll put up like a review video of like dabs and just me taking, you know, dabs to the dome and it'll get like 40 views. And you're like, it's very, it's very strange the way the algorithm, you know, picks and chooses what yeah. it wants. And every single one of my videos, every single one is uh, age restricted. Every single goddamn video is age restricted. So there's no yeah. like advertisers don't really want to fuck with you. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, you're just kind of doing it just for fun. Right. I'm bored. I got time on my hands. Yeah. I can yeah. fucking, I can relate to that. I mean, this, all of these things you're saying sounds like how this thing came to fruition, the Chilinois podcast, like just started it, sucked at first. I mean, I sucked and I, I still, I'm, you know, I look at other people and I'm just like, man, you know, and I guess I, I try to recognize that I have a lot of room to grow, a lot of room to improve, but yeah, I mean, what you're saying sounds a lot like a lot like the evolution of, of this whole thing, which is just like, you just started it. You learned along the way, you know, and um, yeah, it's kind of trial by fire, but it's, it's fun. And it, that's the other thing is that I've never really expected, you know, like you said, I don't expect anything out of it. Like it'd be cool to make money off of this, you know, but right. I don't know. I just like you, like you say, the landscape doesn't, lend itself oftentimes to to encouraging that you know um so so yeah that's that's interesting to hear that and i love i love to just see people like you that just clearly enjoy what they're doing and and have passion in their uh in the content that they're producing because it is it's a form of art you know it's like it's like unveiling a painting you know like here here's my painting and you, you might notice things about that painting like, oh, I, that, I fucked that part up a little bit. But like most people overlook a little like your your biggest critic is yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. You'll notice all the little flaws that most people don't. Um, but what's important yeah. is that you do right and, and try to improve. So. Well, you managed to build a relatively large uh, following in, in a small time or maybe I wouldn't say following, but community underneath yourself which is relative which is unheard of you know so i think um i think it will eventually transfer over to to everything you do in terms of youtube and whatever youtube's got to be the hardest to break in yeah yeah i mean the only channels that are making uh that are even visibly showing up in suggested videos or when do searches in the top two are typically, unless you're specifically searching something that no other content creator has other than a small channel, it's always going to be the guys that have four or 500 videos on their belt. So it's like, I, I believe you have to at least get at least three to 400 videos before you even become, even it's talked about in that realm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. other competing channels have all that content. And whether it's crap content, I mean, you might have a channel that has 300 videos of just complete garbage and then the last 100 are, are actually good quality and, yeah. and they're still ranking above everybody else because the qu- quantity of content right. or their quality so it's it's it, you know it's it's going to be a slow grind dude and you know one thing i would recommend you do is things like i've done is get onto uh various alt tech that's what they call mm. it alt, alt alternative uh you know alternatives to like youtube and shit because yeah to be honest like competition is good in america we really only have like one social media platform for every genre that we need straight up it's very monopolized and there's no competition and the the best way the best way to reach other people is using other countries like their version of youtube you know, mm-hmm. and every country has their own version of YouTube that you don't even realize. So it's interesting. Like Australia has BitChute. BitChute. Really? Never heard of it. 
E-I-T-C-H-U-T-E.com. It's a very active community. You can get thousands of views. Um, probably if you're a weed con, you know, I mean, look at the categories. You see where you want to get posted. I've been doing DIY and gardening. Yeah. I've been mostly posting up, but I've had success over there. And it's a great way of reaching uh, Australian people. Mm-hmm. And also, they're more, uh, they're more freedom of speech than uh, the American company YouTube is. You know what I mean? It's like, if yeah. you want to have a right-wing conservative view on there, mm-hmm. you won't be silenced. If you want to say COVID is a conspiracy, you won't be silenced. Like, if you want to say Alex Jones is the best, you know, which, right. which is good and bad. I mean, some people hate that, but I... I grew up in the nineties when the internet was all free and you could say whatever. And, and it was like the wild, wild west. And I kind of like that, you know? I, I yeah. And I mean, we even, everywhere. we even adapted to it by saying like, you can't believe any, everything you read on the internet. Like exactly. it was like a thing. And it's weird that uh, it is weird that, yeah. Like you say, we have a tendency to just scrub instead of correcting incorrect speech like if something's incorrect if you don't disagree or if you don't agree make your case right you know like it's people do it all the time so i yeah i but that's a whole other topic that we've never even touched on the chillinoy podcast but yeah man we uh we tried jumping on like uh the weed tube we honestly don't we we don't produce a lot of video content right now i will say that i'm uh working on like some of my first reviews that i'm actually putting some like you know, good effort into, and uh, I'm I'm also using Adobe Premiere Pro, so I'm excited. I might have, uh, like I say, I will definitely be tuning into any content you produce about that. Um, but yeah, man, that's it's cool to hear how you started. Like I said, um, it's it's cool to hear that you really enjoy what you do. That's the best part of it because it's like, you know, why fucking do it if you're not having fun? Yeah, you know, that's what I love about this is like people, um. People have asked me, why do you do it? And it's like, it is literally, it's so fun. You get to talk to cool people like Woji and, you know, like I, there's, there's other cool people that I've been able to talk to. It's, it's just a hobby, you know? And so um, if it turns into something else, that'll be cool, I guess. But right now I'm just trying to, to enjoy what I have, you know? Um, the truth is there's something about getting, just getting better at something like yeah. the more you do it and it, it kind of becomes an addiction. Like you're like, Oh, I did this good and i bet the next time i can do it better or or and then uh as you as you progress through the years you notice that like it, it is fun to even look back at past episodes and and i think if you're not trying to grow then you're doing it wrong you should always be trying to strive to make yeah the whatever best version you can so it is it becomes sort of a fun addiction to try and beat yourself over and over and over hell yeah do you have any um, advice for people that might be thinking about getting started, like producing content, whether it's cannabis content or just any content at all? Do you have any advice? Yeah, I would just say um, before you get started, take a piece of paper and write down a cohesive, uh, you know, like I'm going to talk about this, then talk about this, talk about this and end it and, and get your points down on a piece of paper so you don't lose track. Uh, constantly I'm constantly getting just smoked out in my videos and I'm, I'm taking like as many dads to the face as I can while I'm talking about the product and it, it does it's hard to not ramble and lose track of things so 
make sure you have a cohesive point kind of conclusion and get to it. Don't waste people's time, you know, rambling too much. I mean, unless you want to make vlog videos, but if, if you're making review videos, get to the damn point. Don't yep. sit around talking about your day and other inconclusive shit that doesn't, you know, participate to the, to the conversation at hand. And, um, other than that, just really enjoy it. I mean, everyone starts off somewhere and you're either going to have some crap co- quality content or you're going to have something decent, but you'll know soon enough, as soon as you post it on the internet, you'll know. Um, yeah. I used to post to live leaks, which is a gore and like, like fetish site. I don't know. Everyone knows what live leaks. Yeah. Are. Everybody knows live leaks. And if you don't, um, you'll, you'll learn. <laughs> yeah. And I got trolled every single every single post because it wasn't like a site you're supposed to continue to keep uploading like league review videos but it was cool because uh-huh. i would get thousands of like ten thousand views over in the uk mostly <laughs> it was all these yeah. europeans really shitting on me but i would just get pages and pages of people like kill yourself and like you know we know where you live and here's your ip address and like <laughs> the craziest trolls and you got to just laugh it off because like, it's whatever, man. That's just the internet, you know? And um, I, so if, even if you put out crap content and people troll you, number one thing is like when someone's negative towards you, do that initiate conversation with them. Uh, just, just let it go. Only talk to people who are giving you good advice and are seem like they, they want to, uh, you know, maybe they're like, hey, man, I think your videos are great, but you could really work on your sound or something. Then maybe talk. Yeah. To them. But don't don't talk to the trolls, man, because what they want to do is bait you in into a conversation. And then you're going to look like an ass writing something crazy at somebody, you know, like, I'll kill you and you'll kill me. And it's just not worth it, man. It's all going to bite you in the ass in the future. So best thing to do is just like keep it moving and, uh, you know go home yeah. with, a, with a good attitude like i've had so many people threaten me that it's it's just kind of it's fine man. <laughs> you, you can move on i mean it's just words at the end of the day you know yeah especially uh, if it's coming from somebody in like the uk or britain it's like yeah how's the legal weed over there you fucking losers <laughs> i'm yeah. just joking yeah. anyways but like anyways. Don't, don't ever get discouraged is what i mean i mean yeah the first time the first time i had three pages of hate i was like oh <laughs> it just fell but my heart dropped just like all of that it just dropped to the floor but then after a while you just gotta get resilient and move on and yep. at some point or another no matter how big or small you are someone's gonna talk shit to you so don't get discouraged it's the number one thing is i think a lot of people will maybe put out 10 20 videos and they won't see the results that they expect they think they're gonna get thousands and thousands of views and it's like unlikely that that's gonna happen you're not special you're not anybody in the world you know you have to build yourself up so like don't expect all of a sudden to get ten thousand videos or the youtube algorithm to love your ass for any reason um and yeah and when people when you get hey man just don't give up because that's really where most people will fall and this isn't really uh this isn't a fiscal move by any means for any content creator out there unless you're going to take thousands and thousands of dollars in marketing and put it in Google AdSense and promote your videos through, you know, Google advertising and other senses of that nature. 
which you can do, but it's right. a very expensive and you, and you probably need a marketing manager that knows how to target certain audiences. And, you know, you could, it's no, no small content creator who, by the way, is paying for everything, everything that you got to pay for. You're not going to be spending 10 grand on this shit. You know, right. if you were just an average guy who's like, whatever, like, I don't make that much money, man. So I'm not like, I don't have my own, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't want to get into it, but like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty broke. So like, we're all in it together. Yeah, dude. Right there with you, bro. Broke yeah. boys, broke boys for life. Hopefully not. But right now we're, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'd, I, uh, not, it's uh, it can be tough, yeah, because it's a lot of uh, down payments that you're not necessarily ever expecting any return out of. You know what I mean? And um, and it's all for the love of the art, I, which is what I love. But yeah, I think that's really valuable advice. Thank you for sharing it. And I'll just, you know, if folks think that we don't get, you know, trolls like we do, um, and yeah, you just don't engage with them because th- this is what helped me. This is. I mean, first of all, we don't have like notifications on anything anymore, so we don't yeah. see it when people <laughs> engage. But uh, we also okay. have. We got uh, one know... second. I got oh, a, go ahead. My little cat is like school or something. <laughs> no problem, dude. No worries. We've got cats too. You think that's the first time a cat's fucked with something on the Chillinoy podcast? And we had to. No, happens all the time, bro. Um, but I was gonna say that. Uh, I'm the worst guest you could have. Bro, no, you're awesome. I've been having a good time with you. Um, And again, I want to say you just gave some really solid advice. Don't engage with trolls. This is what helped me because it can be hard. Like you said, you read something online. I mean, you're looking for advice. That's why you're reading it. And so when you read something that is just not helpful, what what I've come to realize, and it's just hurtful, frankly, uh, what I've come to realize is that hurt people, people that have been hurt, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. Right. And so, yeah. you know, like what I've realized is that when somebody tries to reach out to you and hurt you, it's not anything personal. They might not actually hate your content. It's that they've been hurt themselves and they don't want, they don't want you to be like, they want to bring you down. Like you say, bring, engage with me, come to my level. And it's just like, it's not worth it. Like you say, it's much better to engage those people that are like, you know, this, this, I can, I can see what you were headed for, but maybe the audio, you know, that, Hey, that's actually, you know, you bring that up. That's one thing that we've had to work on with this show. Like you go back to the early episodes folks. And like, it sounded like we were talking through a tin can or like a Y a string, you know, string can phone or whatever. Um, which I guess is the same exact thing. <laughs> I'm high. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, things like that. And, and so somebody reached out and they were like, hey, you know, you got you're having good conversations, but frankly, it's, it's tough to listen to. And I was like, thank you for the feedback. Do you, since you seem to have like, because I am aware that the audio quality isn't the greatest. Do you have any suggestions? And they got back to me with some cheap hardware that I could acquire. And they said, hey, try this out. You just plug it into your computer you know, keep doing what you do, but just use this and it's going to make you sound much better. And, and it did, you know, and I mean like that, that's things that it came in as criticism, but I felt that it improved the show. You know what I mean? Constructive criticism. So, 
um yeah i i like what you said there um the trolls just aren't worth it and and really what you should look for is that constructive criticism so on that point you could you could really build a pretty good set on a budget too you don't have to have the top of the line anything i use a 20 dollars youtube mic it's called a u mic it's literally a 20 dollars lapel mic and it's, it's improved my audio like crazy the first 10 episodes sub two i mean so for anyone listening too, don't think that the startup cost to ever starting a channel should or is uh, expensive. Just be mindful, get a cheap mic, get a good enough camera. I, I use GoPro on eBay. We'll run you like 100, 150, and that's just enough. That's all you need. Yep. Hell yeah. That's a really good point too, that you don't you don't need to go all out for your, for, for your first setup. Like you can do it with whatever you have. And like you say, you could even try to acquire some like the U mic and stuff and just take a whack, take a swing at it with that stuff, you know, get your, get your ground under you, get, start to get comfortable. And when you start to build that following and it's like, Hey, it's time for an increase in quality. Maybe then you evaluate, if it's worth, you know, further investment. And uh, I think that's the best way. Cause it's just like, you kind of just, you know, testing the water, if you will. So, um, so yeah, what, tell us, man, uh, what streaming platforms are you on and uh, tell us about any um, like content that you've recently produced that, that you're, that you'd like to talk about. Uh so we, I guess we mentioned BitChute, which is pretty cool. I just recently yep. got on the Canadian version of YouTube, which is called Rumble. Oh, that, nice. Yeah, it's a really interesting platform. They'll allow you to actually monetize, like, right away your videos. So, like, if you huh. get enough views right away, you can literally start making money on all your current views and all your current videos, which is great for any small uh small uh creator because the the thing is only like 10 years old maybe maybe even less i'm not exactly sure when rumble came out but it's a relatively new service so if you get on there now you have a good fighting chance of you know having a solid portfolio in the next 10 years if you just keep building it up um i'm also on odyssey which is really cool they're uh, like a decentralized cryptocurrency centric uh platform and what's cool about that is you do get a little bit, like if you post one video, as long as you get a couple of views, you get a little bit of this coin back and you do need to use a little bit of this coin and a little bit of the gas uh, that's, you know, that's associated with burning it, this token in order to post this video. But so, I mean, sometimes if you're not getting views on your initial videos that you release on there, you may have to put in like five or 10 bucks is what I'm saying to actually get your channel started. Gotcha. But it doesn't take too much money. And, and like for under, under like a dollar, I've been able to post videos on this content, you know, and I've been actually recycling my, my, the coins that I make from the views I make to, in order to support it. So right now on Odyssey, I got like six or seven videos. I really like the platform. I haven't explored it too much, but it seems really cool. It seems like the YouTube for cryptocurrency-centric people. I'm on DTube as well, but DTube kind of sucks. I'll be honest. For content creators, they like want me to give them my money, and I feel like the platform doesn't get enough views to justify me actually putting money into it. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if there's any D2 users out there, but I'm not a fan. I'm on it. Well, now I'm also on the WeTube. Uh, yeah. The WeTube is pretty cool. Um, pretty soon here, I'm going to try and get on Bibi, which is the YouTube of China. And I feel oh, like cool. I'm going to get fucking spanked shit. Like, I, I don't think the Chinese <laughs> government's going to like me, but we're going to yeah. fuck with them anyways. <laughs> yeah. We're going to try and go on all the Chinese platforms. Fuck them. We'll see. And then, you know, you can just use Google Translate to figure out how to upload videos. It's real easy. Right. Uh, so I'm on there, Instagram and all. I'm on Minds, which is, I mean, there's so many, dude. I'm on Snapchat. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah. I guess the point is, if you go on any most any streaming platform and search up Woji Smokes, that's W-O-J-Y Smokes, yeah. you'll find them. I wanted yeah. to just make sure that people could uh, could find you, you know. And we'll have uh, links in the podcast description, folks, if that'll make it easier on you. Just check it out. Uh, there will be links in the podcast description. You can just click and go to like the, the YouTube channel, the WeTube channel. We'll I'll ask you for some links, Woji, right to throw in there. Um, I'm just but, a scammer. Uh, just try and get it out there as much. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, I love it. I actually really like the idea of producing content in China because I feel like China. Uh, because I feel like, uh, uh, like I don't know, legalized drugs. It's maybe not something that they're. T- I don't have no idea what they're talking about in China right now. I know they're doing a lot of crazy fucking shit in China. Uh, you know, I hey, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the situation with the Uyghurs, you know, because yeah. it feels like nobody talks about it, but I don't really necessarily want to get into that, but it's just like, you know, when things like that are going on in China, I don't feel like they're like, they have any conception of like the latest concentrate from fucking revolution. You know, like oh. th- this is just a whole other world. So it might really like, I love the idea. Cause I feel like to somebody that is living in a fucking whole other world, this might be like fascinating. Like what people in America, they buy these like legal drugs. And like, I don't know. Again, I don't know. I might be, sounding totally stupid right now so but i just no, that's I like the idea I also i also believe that if you do decide on doing that never ever 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 take a plane into china oh yeah yeah because i like arrested on the spot i guarantee you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like if you're gonna yeah, do they're it, like spray you in the face with that sh- oh no that was north korea dude, uh, but yeah. just understand like you're probably that's some vacation you can't make not that not that anyone's lining up for it anyways but you know all right all right well uh yeah anyways what's uh some what's some content you've recently produced i saw that you had a, a concentrate that wasn't so good if i recall that's one video i is that you that you're like dude this concentrate fucking sucks no problem he he's heating up the nail folks we're we're dabbing both of us are dabbing this morning on the chillinoy podcast um dab it on some straw nana over here and uh you've got yourself a classic rig i'm narrating uh you've got yourself a classic rig it's one of those old-fashioned first kind of dab rig i ever tried with the uh the titanium nail a, a dome that you cover oh is that not titanium? it's a nail. glass it's, oh, a it's glass scale. yeah nice yeah but at the original came with a titanium this is a nice quartz replacement yeah. See, folks, I don't think folks have a conception of this device anymore. It's it's very uh, crack pipe esque. Um, I tell you what they call it. I think it's called the oil drum rig because it looks like an oil drum. Oh damn, dude, that is cool as fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. I believe that's the name, and you can get like variants of them. 
oil drum rig. I need to get one of those for myself. <laughs> That's like it's like the size of a Coke can. Uh, it is a straw Nana. It's a straw distillate Nana. that I got from a friend. Yeah, so it's pretty good. It's, it tastes like strawberry and bananas. Oh yeah. I uh I do not get cartridges from the store in Illinois anymore because it's way too fucking expensive. I can 25s. get what's that? 25s. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I can get five gram cartridges for the price that I get one gram cartridge here in Illinois. And it's tested and everything else. I mean, I'm not gonna go too far into it, but um one thing, though, that I've heard about the United States compared to Canada, we've brought up Canada a few times. Shout out to Cooked on, Cooked on the Couch. Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, so Faisal uh, or something. So when the vape crisis happened, there was a, a big conspiracy about uh, glyphosate. I don't even fucking know. I'm speaking way out of my ass. But the point is, it went away. The, the vitamin E acetate, the whatever. And we switched to something called, I don't even know what it's called, Faisal. Folks, just look into this shit. I'm way too high to even elaborate on it. But the point is, apparently, Canada has banned it in vapes because it's like basically a precursor to the stuff that we banned. In other words, it's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And so I just I thought that was interesting. I, wanted, I know that I am being very sparse with the details, folks. Forgive me. I want to... I just wanted to kind of give you the idea that apparently Canada's vape regulations differ from the United States. And I, and I say that Colorado has some interesting uh, standards where they actually test the output of the vape versus where like in Illinois, they just test in other states, they just test the distillate that goes into the vape. And it's like, well, but that's not, that's not the activated product. You should, you know, test a little bit of the activated products. That's an interesting idea, but I don't know why I got down that road. I was just, I, I just thought it was worth mentioning since I guess we are talking about dabs and it's like a little well, PSA, I guess. I'll agree with you. I think the, the active combustion does create a different chemical reaction in general. And then that is going into your body versus what is actually in a car. Yeah. So it would make sense. I would like to see both. I did hear that something about the metal reacting to the. I was gonna say we board. posted a we posted a study that analyzed <laughs> the components of vapor cartridges for ten different metals and uh, uh, in Washington State, and they compared their elemental profiles. Results indicate that chromium, copper, nickel, as well as smaller amounts of lead, manganese, and tin migrate uh, were in the cannabis oil and inhaled in the vapor phase, resulting in possible acute intake of an amount of inhaled metals above the regulatory standard of multiple government bodies non-cartridge heating methods of cannabis flower and concentrate were compared and results indicate that the heating device itself is a source of the medical contamination if you want to read more look up metals and cannabis vaporizer aerosols um, sources possible mechanisms and exposure profiles by charles mcdaniel um Amber Wise and another person uh, who I'm not going to try to say their name. Um, it's if you want to look into it, that's that's how you can find more folks. They've got a little graphic and stuff, and it's it's something we should think about. You know, mm -hmm. um, I think there's going to be. I, I think I made the joke on the podcast before, but that there might be a day where it's like, did you consume? Well, I don't want to say a specific product to you know at 
risk of pissing somebody off. But have you consumed a cartridge and, you know, the last 20 years, you might be entitled to cash compensation, oh, you know, like something like that. That would be pretty wild accusations going, getting on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you that would be I mean? pretty funny if that would ever happen. Yeah. No, well, and I wonder if it'll be wild. something I, I, you know, I don't want to say like that it'll be a specific product, but maybe it's. You know, this article just talked about specifically, I think they were testing the C cell. Well, hold on. They don't they don't say C cell, uh, but they're you know, it's a cartridge. I don't know. You can probably if you look into the study, you can see which cartridges they use. Um, but the point is, maybe what it'll be is like, did you use the C cell six? three one two cartridge like you might be, have been exposed to metals and stuff i don't know because i've heard that they've started to evolve and use ceramic instead of metal um to, to kind of offset that but oh, well i haven't seen yeah i i actually haven't seen a ceramic c-cell or a ceramic um version of that yet in person but it, yeah i'd like to try that yeah Honestly, it sounds cool I, I never I never hit those carts. I usually I stayed away from them since day one. I've always preferred extracts because I just especially with Illinois prices, like you just get so much more bang for your buck at 60. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and and I always felt like that was gonna cause some sort of issue with your lungs. And I and I I quit vaping and I quit smoking a few years back. So I'm uh, I just try and like personally stay away from anything that reminds me of vaping yeah. you know what i mean so i don't go back to like the nicotine products so sure for me it's it's i i would just say if you're concerned about that kind of stuff just stick with extracts like i do and just dab on quartz i would say glass is the best personally um and yeah, it should be fine hell yeah hell yeah yeah, I love a uh, good old fashioned, just just regular old concentrate, not only for for dabbing, but I actually enjoy it a lot for edibles. It's tough with our prices to justify purchasing concentrate for edibles. Uh, well, for me, it is. I think for most people, it's actually a little bit more bang for your buck because like, for example, an edible 100 milligram edible could cost 40 bucks, but you could spend 60 bucks and make you know, like if, if most concentrates, let's just say 85, between 75 and 85% THC, that means it's going to have 750 milligrams minimum of THC in there for 60 bucks versus, you know, 40 bucks for a hundred milligram edible. You can make a whole pan of brownies, you know, oh, yeah. that, that idea. So, um, but yeah, it's just so, it's so expensive here in Illinois. Yeah. I've been picking up like these little baller jars, for God. instance, that's so think, awesome. These are pretty great. Um, I do believe they come from a California lie, ultimately. This is by Cake Labs. They have a whole thing online. You can look them up on Instagram or wherever. That's so um, legit. I'm going to have to. Carrie Runs Live Resin. But, Hell yeah. Uh, uh, what do I would say? Oh, yeah. Support your friends out there <laughs> if, they, if they're good. Um, sometimes it's just worth getting one of these and hanging on to it. I usually do that. I'll just get one and I'll just sit on it for like months and months, but it is convenient for baking or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm currently, uh, you know, growing some stuff and, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
I harvest this today. And um, you guys want to see it? You want to see it? Yeah, I would. Lo- I would love to see it. Yeah. Actually, let's let's uh let's hold that till the end, just because uh I could actually maybe release release it as uh you know a, f- a full cut. I want to let's wrap up. Uh, so like, um, growing. You're a medical cannabis uh, patient. You've you've been yes, growing. Um, do you have any like thoughts that you'd like to share with folks? I mean, I always try to say it's worth doing if you're able to, you know, and it's a fulfilling hobby, but what is your take on it? Have you enjoyed it? I've enjoyed it. And uh, let me just preface with, I've been kind of like a closet grower for a long time. I have my 258 watt HPS uh, sun system since I was like 24 and I'm 33. So it was a little prior to all this medical stuff. We, you know, we had a few closet runs. And honestly, this year has been the first year I've been able to dial everything in. And some tips that I, I would sit, give out to all the growers out there is, unless you're some sort of biologist who, who is very familiar with living soil and is familiar in how to keep living soil alive and consistent, um, Organic amendments are only going to get you so far. And I would say that getting a, I mean, in recent years, I've seen either advanced nutrients or the Floraflex system in particular really work as far as a nutrient base for your uh, plants. So starting off, you're going to need nutrients in order to get those same results that you see on Instagram with other growers. You might not feel like you do, but like you're going to need it. Um, Secondly, at least in my opinion, because, you know, when I went organic amendments and I, and I thought I got a really good thorough mix and base. And I still, by the way, let me preface this. My soil is still a mix of organic amendments along with ultra forest uh, by Fox farms. Um, but I do run advanced nutrients, nutrients because, and, and, and since running them, my yields have went up by 30%. The, the, you know, the amount of trichomes that I see is up by like 30%. It is like legitimately a reasonable amount to, to switch over and put the money into the system. It is an expensive system, but mm-hmm. it's worth the money. And I got some friends in Colorado who are running Floraflex and they're, they got amazing results in their first year as well. So like, I'm very keeping an eye on that too. Um, <clears throat> and that's another thing I would say is, um, always run some sort of scrog, you know, always yeah. have some sort of net in there. I run two scrogs. I have three. I might put three in next year, but it just towards the end of the, towards the end of it. I mean, I just have plants literally topple because of the weight of the buds. And yes, dude, that is in there. And it's annoying. You've got thousands of sticks sticking up and down. It's just, you get that that net it all lays on a net it's nice it just keeps growing and getting fatter that's what i need to do it's lazy have, it's a lazy mode but it works so much i've i've have issues at the end of every harvest because it's like a good issue to have the nugs are so fat they can't support themselves but like it's a little frustrating it's sometimes so i'm gonna i'm gonna try it because i've got a scrog net i've just never tried it out and i and i've yeah i've just never tried it out so um i want to ask you uh because you just made me realize fuck today the clocks went back an hour which means 
Yeah, which means that my I need to adjust my smart plugs because that's what my grow operates off of, right? Yeah. And so I actually so glad you brought that up because I just I just uh adjusted it because if I would if they're supposed to turn off in 10 minutes, the lights turn off in 10 minutes, but because the time went back an hour, it was going to run for an extra whole hour. I am so glad you just brought that up because that would have fucked my shit up. No, no, no. I just, I just adjusted my lighting schedule while I was talking to you off of my phone. Isn't that crazy? That's nice, man. The future. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, you know, you want to hear something crazy. One time I was like looking at the calendar and I was like, Holy fuck. I was supposed to flip to flower today. And it, I had, I had time. I was not home. I flipped to flower remotely. I. That's so cool. What, what yeah, kind of controller is? What are you running? I based, dude. It's it's really simple. This will maybe help some folks uh, out there. I I just looked up smart plugs on Amazon, and they are. I I should get the brand name if I can. Um, it looks like it's it uses an app called Smart Life. So if that helps folks narrow it down. Um, but it's like, you know, they're pretty cheap to, to purchase and you plug them in to the wall. They connect to your Wi-Fi. Um, you name them. So I name like, you know, I have got one named for my Spider Farmer 2000, one for my Spider Farmer 3 and one for my Spider Farmer 1. I've got three tents going. But uh, so I've got them named so that I know like what's what. And then you can set schedules for them, um, which, you know, effectively allows it to just run the lighting schedule, at least to just run automated. Mm-hmm. The other cool thing that, it, that it's cool, but it also has induced anxiety attacks for me is that, and I'm saying that for comedic effect, um, I've been like three hours away from home. And then I get a notification that says your tent has been disconnected from the internet for 30 minutes. And I can't tell, I can't tell if it's because the internet's out, the power's out. It's like tough. So like I, I can call people in my area and be like, Hey, is the, is the power out? And they're like, no, what, why? I'm like, well, I don't Just trying to figure out like what, it, you know, trying to deduce why I'm getting this notification. That's only happened once. And I think it was because our internet went out. Yeah. Um, but goddamn, if that didn't ruin the event I was at, because I'm sitting there talking right. to people. And my, my phone essentially says, Hey, Cole, your babies are dying. (laughs) Not really, but like, you know what I mean? Like your babies are, we don't, we're not tracking it right now. And I was just like, panic, panic. How are my babies? (laughs) I mean, even an hour or two can throw off the schedule for a couple of days, you know? Yeah, exactly. Bounce back if you're going to slow your growth a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. That might. That might kill me. I'm very analog about everything where it's just all plug in. It's mm-hmm. just like plug out. I literally just disconnect when I got to turn off lights and stuff. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, I mean, I guess I have them on timers, but like I'm in my two hour, I'm in my two day of darkness. So I'm like, I just pull that oh, shit out. Oh, cool. You, yeah. I've heard about people that do that. I actually may try that on one of my plants because I'm just, I'm, I'm always for trying things, you know, just to see like what the results come out to be, you know, it's, that's what I love about this is that there's so much to learn. There's different things to try, you know, and the way, the way I, I was explained it is if you imagine a fruit ripening at the very end of its life stage, um, 
it sort of gets the very last terpenes into the bud, you know, and by by doing that the 48 hour dark cycle, it um, literally sort of like shocks the plant into releasing the final, um, like the final terpene profile. And a lot of people don't necessarily say that it does anything more than just improve the taste and overall, you know, smell at the end. And yeah. I'm not a big believer of it. I've done it with and without in the past, and it certainly does seem to help. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to try it out, dude. I'm going to try it out. Well, hey, speaking of grow, why don't we, well, before we take a look at your grow, do you have anything else you'd like to mention? Because it's at this point that the audio show will end. I think I will do my best to re- to like, you know, release this short segment that we'll do. Um, but yeah, anything else that you wanted to mention? Just check me out on my socials. I really appreciate a subscribe and a like here and there. And that's it. You know, if you guys have any comments or want to talk to me about this stuff, I'm always open. I uh, reply to every single comment. And yeah, let's let's talk. Man. I'm cool. You're cool. Let's do it. Hell yeah. So Woji Smokes will have the uh, info in the podcast description. And folks, um, if you go to our YouTube channel, chillinoid.net slash YouTube is an easy way to get there. Um, I plan to, uh, release this, this little short segment with Woji. We're going to take a look at his grow. So, all right, we'll see you next time folks on the Chillinoy podcast. Cool, man. Well, we can, uh, you want to go, we want to take a look. Hang on. I'm going to cover this real quick. Okay. No worries. I understand. turning my mine off too because i don't like i don't like how i look hello youtube and other streaming services this is cole from the chillinoy podcast and guess what i'm sitting here with woji smokes and we're about to take a look at the home grow that he has going this is something that i thought would be cool definitely check out our full podcast with woji you can find our podcast at chillinoy.net slash podcast. We're on most streaming services, and yeah, it's always a good time, so check it out.